Hello, this is Bobby Newman. I'd like to welcome you to this week's Research Minutes, the CPRI Knowledge Hub's weekly podcast where we interview researchers about the latest work being done in the field to help improve education. This week, I speak with John Pape, Assistant Professor of Education and Economics at Brown University, about his study, Productivity Returns to Experience in the Teacher Labor Market, Methodological Challenges and New Evidence on Long-Term Career Improvement, which was recently published in the Journal of Public Economics. John, thank you for joining me today. Thanks very much for having me. What does returns to teaching mean? When we talk about the returns to teaching experience, what we really are talking about is is how teachers improve over the course of their careers. So as a teacher gains a year of experience, how, how how their effectiveness in the classroom improves over time. Okay, so what has been the common understanding of returns to experience for teachers in the research? Yeah, the, the research community and, and especially the policy community um, it, it seem to have this very ingrained notion that teachers don't improve after the first few years in the classroom. You, you see this finding uh, time and time again in policy notions, the policy briefs and, and things or, or things that people will say. And this has motivated, I think, some, some policies out there focusing on, on really attracting specific types of candidates into the classroom. So this is, I think, a deeply ingrained idea that after three to five years, teachers don't, don't improve anymore. And, and again, you hear these policymakers and advocates and, and researchers talking about it as a, as a settled fact. And so what were the models that we previously used to measure returns to experience for teachers? And what are their main assumptions that could perhaps possibly introduce bias? Yeah, so the, the main models all make an assumption. And, and part of the challenge here is that you need to make some methodological assumptions in order to estimate these returns to experience. We really want to focus on what we call the within teacher returns to teaching experience. So we want to compare a teacher with 10 years of experience to how that teacher, how effective that teacher was when she had five years of experience. We don't want to compare different teachers who, who have 10 years of experience to, to different teachers who have five years of experience because those teachers might be different in many ways other than having gained experience. And so if we're focusing on this within teacher improvement, tracking individual teachers over time, the challenge is that we, we have a problem of what we call collinearity, that school year and teacher experience are moving the move sort of in, in lockstep. And so we want to, in these models, account for school year effects things that, that change over time in a school, because we don't want to attribute those changes to the fact that teachers have different levels of experience. So for example, if a school introduces a new curriculum, or there are some other policy changes that affect the uh, effectiveness of, of all the teachers in the school, we want to be able to account for that in our models. The problem is that, the methodological problem at least, is that every time a teacher, every, for every new, new school year, a teacher gains a year of experience. And so this is common across all the teachers in in the district. So all teachers who have, you know, five years of experience in 2010 have six years of experience in 2011 and seven years of experience 2012 and and so on. So they, they, they move in lockstep here. So we can't separate the effect of that school year from the effect of gaining experience unless we make some assumptions. And most past models have made assumptions about the returns to experience themselves. So they sort of, based on this literature showing that teachers don't improve after a certain period of time, they'll assume that, you know, after 10 years, for example, teachers don't improve at all. And they can use those more experienced teachers to estimate these school year effects and look early in the career at teacher improvement. So the the sort of general approach in the past has been to assume that there are some ranges of teacher experience over which teachers don't really improve very much. The, The challenge is that if teachers are improving, even in relatively small ways over those ranges, that can introduce bias into the estimates. 
So can you explain to us the model you used for your analysis? Yeah, so I, we do three main things in the paper. The first is that we just sort of show that these models can introduce bias and, and can make it look like teachers aren't improving when in fact they might be. And then what we do is we use these, these other models and we relax the assumptions. So for example, instead of assuming that teachers don't improve after 10 years, we say, what happens if we relax that and, and make that assumption after 15 years or after 20 years? And as we relax those assumptions, we show that teachers seem to keep improving you know, longer and longer and longer in, into their careers. And so that we think we're, by relaxing some of these assumptions and showing that we're seeing more evidence of growth, we think that's, that's again, suggestive that, that we might not be fully understanding the story from, from these past models. Then we also propose a, a very different model that relies on a, on a very different assumption. It, we make um, some technical assumptions about the, about the year effects, but we estimate those not looking within teacher. But it relies on a very different assumption. It's not an assumption about how teachers improve over the course of their careers. But we find that we, when we estimate our, our, this new model, um, we again find that teachers seem to improve over the course of their careers. So when we relax the assumptions in the other model or we fit our, our new model, we find very similar results. And we think this suggests that, that the teachers are indeed improving, at least in the district that we study. So if you had to make a concluding statement about your research results, what would you, be, what would you say? I guess most sort of most basically or the, the, the thing that we stand where we stand on firmest ground is that, that is that this question isn't settled yet. The policy world and many researchers treat this as a settled question, right? Teachers don't improve after three to five years in the classroom. And I think that the strongest ground we stand on is to say that question is not fully settled. We need to think more about this. I, I also think that, you know, in many ways we concur with past research and our, our, our results echo past research. We see this most rapid improvement early early in the career. You know, teachers do improve quite rapidly over that first three, five, seven years in the classroom. This is what we would expect, right? It's not, not surprising for anyone who's taught. I know, you know, when I was teaching high school, right, I, I was a lot better in my second year than I was in, in my first year, and that that improvement slows down over time. But what we do find is sort of the second main theme here is that teachers do seem to be improving over the course of their career. Again, using a range of approaches, we find that teachers um, do continue to improve their effectiveness well beyond those those initial years of the career. And did you see that in any particular subject, or was that more pronounced in an, in another in you know English language or versus math? Yeah, we looked in English language arts and, and and math, and we found you know these patterns were more pronounced in math, oftentimes in these sort of this research that looks at impacts of of things on test scores. We find bigger impacts in in mathematics than English language arts, and, and we found the same thing here. What are the implications for your research to uh, state and district policymakers? I think that showing that teachers do improve or can. Improve improve, you know, in the district that we study is, is important. I think it can change how policymakers think about things like teacher pay or the importance of retaining teachers. But, but I think that even more important sort of implication may come from some related work that we've pursued, looking at how at variation in these returns to teaching experience. And, and we show that teachers improve at pretty different rate. And I think more importantly, again, as an implication, that teachers in schools that have more supportive working environments improve faster than teachers in schools that have less supportive working environments. Um, and so I think that th I think this sort of this line of research suggests that there's real promise for paying attention to teacher development and to, to, to trying to find ways to, to think about improving teacher development. And that the school as a sort of a, a, a site that can, you know, can promote, can, can develop conditions that either support or constrain 
learning teacher development is a real is something that, that can be uh, it's an important policy lever for for state and districts to think about how can we support those environments uh, where teachers can indeed improve. I, I should also say that we only focus on teachers' contributions to student test scores. Other research I think does suggest pretty convincingly that there are lots of ways that more experienced teachers can, can contribute beyond the impacts on test scores of kids in their specific classroom, right? They can be helpful colleagues. They can share materials with less experienced teachers. They can be mentors. They can take on school leadership roles, or they can support students in other ways, right beyond beyond test scores. They might support their socio-emotional development or, or things like that. You know, we look at test scores because we can quantify them. That doesn't mean that we should ignore these these other contributions uh, that more experienced teachers might make. You know, that falls outside the scope of our paper. But I just wanted to be clear that we're we are looking at a at a an important but limited. Um, outcome here, these, the teacher effectiveness as measured by contributions to test scores. And then the other paper that you mentioned, is, is that out now or um, coming out soon? It is. Yes, it's currently out. And what's the title of that paper? Can professional environments in schools promote teacher development, explaining heterogeneity in the returns to teaching experience? Thanks, John. And thanks for sharing so clearly what the implications for your work is for um, state and policymakers, um, because that's something important for them to pay attention to. Um, and thanks for taking time out of your day to talk to us on Research Minutes. Of course. Thanks for having me. 